We're going to the gate. 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 You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Mike Gaynor. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Todd and I'm joined live. I don't know why I stuttered in the very first sentence, but I'm joined live by Alan Brooks, longtime listener, first time guest, who wrote me and said, and I quote, I've been playing NBA Jam Tournament Edition for the SNES and Carl Malone basketball and Forza. Yes. But the first two, I was so excited to talk to anybody about. Um, so before we get into any part of the show, Alan, tell us a little about yourself because I'm terrible at bios. And then uh, we'll get into some uh, chat about those two games, namely Carl Malone basketball, so, uh, which I've never heard of. You, because it doesn't exist. Um, ah. I've been playing Carl Malone in NBA Jam on Damn the Super it. Nintendo. It's okay. This is hilarious. Okay, well, we'll talk about what Carl Malone Indeed. basketball would be if it existed. Then. It would be great. But, uh, it would I just would be, be him amazing. dominating everyone, and I'm on <laughs> just board. dunking. It'd be great. Uh, so, uh, all right. Yeah. Shoot us with your bio. You've got uh, 20 seconds or less. Okay. Uh, I am currently the COO of a company called Building Momentum. We teach people to do really, really cool stuff. Uh, primary, uh, prior to this, I was at the Kennedy Center uh, in D.C. for a long, long time and uh, aggressively made Adrian become my friend when I joined the second uh, season of the Sports Anomaly four-string uh, Madden League in 2010 and uh, realized very quickly that I should not be in any kind of Madden League. Do you, I, I mean, here's the thing, the new Madden league, I'm finally up to like a B minus player. We'll get into that a little bit, but, uh, I feel like now the league is the one you should be in. So if you do decide so. you want to get back in, this is the one for you. So tell us and you'll be the first on the wait list. Um, but okay. First of all, let's talk about Carl Malone basketball. Okay. Now, do you remember the SNL skit where the guy just goes this year, Carl Malone? No, but I okay. I'm going to That's look all, it up right I don't, now. <laughs> I don't know if it was even SNL, but all I remember is it was a guy who would say this year Carl Malone, and it was that's the only sentence I remember him speaking. I don't as remember Carl Malone anything about Carl Malone other than he's called the mailman, all right. and he's in NBA Jam. That's, um, <laughs> that tell is us a, more. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. No problem. But t talk talk about NBA Jam Tournament Edition for the SNES. Um, because I want to hear about that, but, and then, so you pick Carl Malone, but I don't it's, know. It's just excellent. It's, it's the last, it's the last generation of, uh, basketball games that I could get my entire head around. Um, <laughs> right. I played NBA 2K20 and it's a lot. Uh, there's, a lot. there's a lot to do. There's, uh, leagues and stories and, uh, there's too much in NBA jam. I pick one team. Uh, either the Utah Jazz or the Chicago Bulls, and then I probably will win, and it's great, and it's uh, easy. My kids can play it really easily, which is awesome. So I can like introduce them to a whole generation. And then I spent way too much money on a very fancy Super Nintendo that outputs it fan like fancy HDMI, so it looks great on my TV. And it's it's exactly where like the heart of my sports video game soul lives is in NBA Jam and uh, other Super Nintendo era 
games. King Griffey Junior Baseball, King Griffey's Home Run Derby, notwithstanding. Terrible games, as I remember, but still fun for their era. They weren't like triple play baseball bad where you expected them to be great. Those those games are all from an era where like you kind of got what you got and it was fun enough. Like double dribble, if you remember that game, I remember realizing that as long as you ran down the sideline mm-hmm. and then shot a three as you were running out of bounds full speed, you would hit it every time. Every time. And it's like... And then there was uh, there was a hockey game where I, uh, Blades of Steel, which was actually quite a terrible game, and that you could just skate around. I, I played my brother's friend, and he would just skate around going, "Mr. Stall, Mr. Stall," and I I was just you were helpless. He could literally score a goal and then skate away around away from you for the rest of the game, which is also tells you a little something about his character. I mean, um, it doesn't sound like he was a very kind and giving uh, game <laughs> no. partner. No, he's probably uh, a meth addict now, and so I won in the long run. So haven't uh, we all? Meth always exactly. wins. Exactly. <laughs> and okay, and you've been playing Forza. How much Forza have you played? Uh, I've I've dove through a ton. I got it day day and date uh, when it uh, dropped on Game Pass, and just kind of drop in every once in a while and do a race or two. So it's been out for like. 16 18 months now it's been out for a while right and uh, nobody uh, knows it's just it it's beautiful i can play it on my pc or my xbox it's uh it's awesome it, it like scratches a burnout itch in a higher oh, resolution right. that that you know we haven't had since burnout paradise and it's just it's a blast and it looks beautiful and i just want to kind of live in that version of england where i can you know drive over everyone's yard and with reckless <laughs> abandon and it's great right. do you I mean, you play with your kids. I imagine that's why you've been playing these games. Yeah. When you're when your kids are playing uh, Forza, do you do they think? It, here's what I'm trying to get to. If there was a draft, would you take Carl Malone or John Stockton to drive your car in Forza, and would your kids take it? Like, who would they take first overall? Uh, my kids would play would pick Carl Malone because of NBA Jam. Um, right. Uh, I I too would. Well, the problem is. Most of the car, I don't think they're physically compatible with most of the cars in Forza, because we're we're talking very small cars. So like, if if there was a capacity to have like a bubble, like the Homer bubble, right? Yeah, for yeah. Carl's head to stick above yeah. my you know Maserati, then I'm on board with it. I feel like John Stockton is shorter, so maybe he would be the smarter pick. But you know, Carl Malone, the mailman, would deliver on the Forza track. That's every time he's going mean, to deliver. That's, that's what he does. It wouldn't it be interesting. I, it would be fascinating to me if what was happening to the United States Postal Service, which is awful and we should all hate it. What's happening? Um, if the mailman now existed, if we should just name somebody super great, the mailman too, or something, so that at least they could speak to the USPS and the need uh, for it. But I feel like I there's know. an opportunity for like a rebranding campaign. Yeah. After, yeah. after like we're, when we're on recovery from from what's going on with the USPS, we get yeah. and we need to like re um, re ensure the the fidelity of the USPS. <laughs> To, yes. to people will do a whole uh, mailman campaign and I'm on board for it. I'm going to call my wait. PR company right now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I, I, I mean, it would, it would like Clay Thompson would have been a perfect, the mailman too. Cause he would just stroke threes where the earlier mailman would dunk. 
So it feels it would have been an eleven uh, evolution of the form. Moving on, <laughs> Patreon Power Hour, patreoncom anomaly. If you have any money, give us money. We appreciate it. I just had to. I just bought Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two for this podcast. That was forty dollars. I will never get back. And now I'm like, will I get it back? Will I find? And the Sports Anomaly can give it back. So if you want to hear the rest of this podcast, pay five dollars. The deal is, if you give five dollars, then you get every episode. If you don't, then you only get one out of every two episodes, which I don't still know how to do. So everybody's getting every episode. So that's kind of the joy of uh, Sports Only. But I am actually looking into it to where we are going to do special episodes every other week um, that have some common sense to them. And some, I don't know, it, it'll all make sense when it happens and you'll be desperate to hear it. Well, I'm going to immediately sign up and, and join the $5 <laughs> tier just so I don't miss out. Right. You don't want to miss out. You, what would be great is if you were like, hey, I'm really excited. My kids are going to be so stoked to hear me on a podcast. And I'm like, nope, pl- paywall. And then you're like, yeah, but I was on it. Can you give me give me a link? And I'm just nope. like adamantly say you, no. Can I have your Patreon login? And then yes, you can have <laughs> exactly. a link. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Listen, it's uh, tough our, but fair, man. It's tough but fair. No, this one is going out for free because I'm not going to be paying close enough attention. Um, let's do a quick interview with you, Alan. First of all, Pokemon Go Battle, but sports. I was going to retire this segment nope. because I feel like nobody likes it anymore, but you had mentioned that you were ready for it. So I was like, oh, shit, we're bringing it back. We're actually notes. we're bringing it back. This is a retro version of it, even though I think we've always done it. But this will be the first retro version of it. Uh, so what are your three athletes but sports? Okay. Uh I, put I mean, you're a, I put, Pokemon, but sports. I've put in a lot of thought of this. Um, I can't wait. So I had thought about doing Carl Malone, but I, I, <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm gonna retire him from this. Dirk Nowitzki. Wow. Dirk I want Nowitzki. the height. Why? I want Can the I height. I, I have a whole system here. We got, we got height. Right. We got power. Simone Biles. Oh man. Is right? she power or athleticism? Agility. Agility. Speed. Right. Yeah. She can get into tight spaces. Amazing. She's probably very stealthy as well, I assume. Yeah. And then the the one you're not, not expecting, Russell, no last name, from Mighty Ducks 2. Russell from Mighty Ducks 2. I don't remember Russell. I'm played, so disappointed in myself. Played by Kenan Thompson. Oh, wow. Russell was the street kid who they recruited to join the Mighty Ducks after Adam Banks hurt his wrist. Maybe that's the first one. No, that's the second one. He hurt his wrist in the second one. They again. I have kids. We've been watching a lot of old movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not only is Russell able to join a world class junior league hockey team just in time to help them win the Goodwill Games, so he's got nothing but like he's a he's a stone cold, like no nerves, no problems. Plus, he's got the knuckle puck, which is an unbeatable shot. Yeah. So he's all of our strength. We've got agility, and you've got the the height and power. So I don't, I don't see how – you should never bring this segment back because I've won. <laughs> I mean, this is – by bring it back calling, Right. I mean, but only if it's a retro version. By <laughs> calling out those three, you've effectively – you're now on par, I think, with Rich Grisham's, which was one of the funniest because he had Ken Danico uh, for one and then Gary Carter, and I can't remember his it third. Was a solid, a lot of, it was a solid team. It was a solid team. It was like really what the segment was all about. And then certain people have done a good job. Certain people have done a bad job. I'm not going to name names because I don't, I don't care to remember, quite frankly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this is a great – when you're bringing in a guy just Russ, that's 
I just checked on IMDb because it's like, I bet she has the last name. No, it's just no, Russ. It's not just even Russell. Russell. He's yeah. just the street kid who can show up. Just <laughs> show up. Which is, uh, reminds me, have you been, you haven't played Madden 21 yet, right? I'm not yet. Okay, so the face of the franchise is basically, the beginning of it is exactly the same. It's Russ. It's a guy who, uh, the, something got cut out, so you don't know this right at the beginning, but he, he played uh, hockey. And now he just suddenly is playing football. It happens. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. Um, okay, what's your Pez dispenser of your sports gaming hero? Oh, that's good. Uh, thematically, it should be Carl Malone. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pez dispenser of my sports hero. Uh, it's probably Wayne Gretzky. I'm oh, of, wow. that, of that era. Right, I yep. grew up in the in the '80s and early '90s. Wayne was the the like preeminent hockey star. Um, that or nope, nope, uh, it's Alexander Ovechkin because of the tooth. Yeah, he's got, got that goofy smile, and if I'm just gonna have his face, yeah, in front, it's it's Ovechkin, it's Ovi. Well, the best part about that is if you uh, if you only want like half a Pez dispenser, you can just do that, and then his his broken off tooth it will saw off. Through. Yeah, it'll. <laughs> It shoots out. Okay, final question. Sports meets Marvel. I'm going to name a sports. I'm going to name uh, one of the people from the Marvel Universe, and you have to tell me what sport they play. Uh, okay. Okay, this uh, Professor X. Foosball? <laughs> I mean. Ta table tennis? Nah, um, oh. If he played. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just trying to think of all the ones. That, are we talking astral projection, Xavier? Can he, can he project I mean, himself physically? I've I've given you the roadmap. You have to apply it to the real world. <laughs> I love it. it. You have uh, to take a road trip with it. I think he's table tennis. I think we're going to go for full on ping pong, like Olympic tier ping pong. I I love this idea because he knows exactly where the other person's going to yeah. hit the ball, so he's always in position. Yeah, he's he, got uh, if he's got that '90s uh, yellow uh, hover chair, then he's got oh, the, right. the movement oh, that gosh. he needs. I mean, yeah, it's a yeah. yeah. That's that's a great call. All right, love and hate brought to you by Fats Ducati. He's one of our our great finance. He's he's our patron legitimately a patron in fact i today when i bought uh, tony hawk's pro skater i was like yeah we did get the fats ducati money so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna shout him out and we're gonna start with our loves uh alan i'm gonna go first just so you don't take mine colin kaepernick is in madden 21 i asked for it months ago ea sports is delivered it seems like the most obvious thing in the world to put him in the game at this time especially uh and he's got an 81 overall. People were flipping their wigs um, along racial lines about his rating. They felt like it was too high. Um, I think anything above a 75 is fine. He got an 81. I'm also fine with that because I got him in our Madden draft. We, we do um, awesome. we have a season. We, we get one round in which the worst team gets uh, a free agent pick before anybody else. And we do like a ladder system. So I got the second pick and took Colin Kaepernick to be my starter, which I didn't even need a, a quarterback, but with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as my coach and Elizabeth Warren as my owner, I was like, I gotta, you know, my team, I don't know if you know this, but my team is the Washington Warrens, so they've been rebranded when Elizabeth Warren came in because uh, I wanted a team with a name. And uh, yeah, so Kaepernick, what's that? I support, I support the name. Yeah, it's fun. By the way, if you had a Mad, if you did take a Madden team, and I'm putting you on the spot here, 
who would be your head coach? Oh, uh, just to um, give you a little context, I've had Don Draper. I've had Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I've had, uh, I mean, Kanye West was a coach, uh, which is a totally ridiculous choice. We've had some pretty great coaches. So you can be a fictional character, or a real person. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to, I'm going to pull from, um, what I've been, been watching. I'm going to go with, uh, 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 Professor Emmett Brown from, Professor Emmett Brown. Or well, I guess Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> Is that wait? That's the doctor. That's yeah. That's Doc. The main guy. Doc Brown. Yeah, he's not a professor. That's, that, that's my fault. And and this is me just being an idiot. He, it's Doc Brown. He's a doctor. He never. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's ever taught a college course. So not yet. No. Um, but but Doc like, Brown. Yeah. Doc Brown would be a pretty great. He'd be a little like that. Just tells you what kind of team you'd have. You could run. A, you could run wild. You, You're doing I mean, a lot of. You can collect wides. your your best team from all time. Time yeah, and space exactly. is open to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of lot of good shit. Uh, okay. What's your love this week? Uh, okay. So uh, I have I have two. If you'll uh, allow me, because one is a flagrant plug on my behalf. Yes. One is that I love movies, and it sucks that we can't go to movie theaters right now. And so to support a nonprofit that I that I help run with my company, we opened a drive-in movie theater, and it's awesome. And I've got. 200 people. It's the AlexandriaDriveIn.com. If you're in the environs of the Washington D.C. metropolitan region, love it. Um, come to a drive-in movie theater and see movies and give money to a good cause, and it's awesome. And then my other uh, personal love is a friend of mine started a weekly um, Zoom hang where he plays classic games on our behalf as the group. It's almost like Twitch plays Pokemon, except that it's this group of nerds who then tell Chris what to do in a game and it's awesome. And it's oh a my blast. God. So like you could play any, you could just play a board game, but you're saying, okay, roll and now move the piece for me. Kind of. Yeah. He, he started with, uh, our team, uh, our name is death by consensus. <laughs> and, uh, he started with the choose your own adventure board games because they're essentially oh, narrative, like cooperative yeah, games. Yeah. So we could all come together. And now yeah. we're playing through the LucasArts classic loom uh this, where it's it's crazy i love this idea that sounds super fun yeah. um i what kind of movies are you showing at the drive-in are you showing the tenets are you showing the back to the futures the back to the futures uh um, nice. because of the delightful realities of licensing uh right. of films from uh big uh studios it's difficult to get new ones for a pop-up situation right uh so we've shown jurassic park back to the future uh i'm gonna get a fast and furious in there somehow nice uh, Mostly the universal catalog of classics. I want to pull. I see Field of Dreams is in here, and uh, you should know that the next feature film I'm going to write is, uh, in my mind, the logical, um, like sequel. It has nothing to do with Field of Dreams, but it's it's our Field of Dreams, and I cannot wait to talk about it openly because it's uh, yeah, it's like a baseball movie but magic. I love it. Uh, the, our childhood was, I'm assuming we are of approximate same uh, uh, generation. 75, uh, baby. Okay, I'm a little, I'm a little bit on the, the younger side. I'm 82. Um, but, your, but your skincare regimen uh, belies right. your age. Um, yeah. But the, uh, the era of the, ma- like the um, magical realism sports movie is kind of gone. I know. We, I want bring it back, please. We're gonna bring it back. So I want my angels beautiful. in the outfield. Uh, 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 
Field of Dreams. I'm trying to think of other magical realism uh, sports movies. Oh, Rookie of the Year holds up. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird because it's like the way that NBA Jam type games have just ceased to exist. Like now we have the yard in Madden, but we don't right. have that sort of the you know Blitz, NFL Blitz or NBA Jam. That there is something interesting about that. That of course there will be an era where it it needs to come back, but that there is. I, I went to bed one night trying to just arrange in my brain why Field of Dreams is such an incredible movie because I was I, I'm finishing my novel within the next two weeks. I'm on the last three chapters of editing out of 58 and it's Congratulations. hell on earth to sew everything up and make it good. And then you realize like, oh, if I put this, then I can make this little part better in chapter 22 and whatever. But I'm close. And the next thing I'm going to be thinking about is that. And so just like if you build it, he will come. It's like getting, like, if I was just like, can we have a line that is that potent and that, like, incredible that themes through the entire movie? Because I don't know. I mean, just think about it. If you build it, he will come. He thinks it's Shoeless Joe Jackson. It's not. It's his. Spoiler alert. It's his fucking dad. dad. And it's fucking amazing. And the. Uh, not a dry watched, eye. Uh, anyway. Not a dry eye. So that's what we're trying to achieve is that same like emotionality. We've got a totally different spin. There's, uh, but it, it is it baseball. Can you tell baseball. us at least that it's baseball? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's baseball, and it's like, oof. Like when we laid it out and like how we want to do it and like wh where you end up. Ah, I'm so excited about it. But um, one thing I was gonna say about Field of Dreams is uh, there is uh, there's a comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and free to watch on Netflix. And there's an episode with Jim Carrey and he talks about the final scene of field of dreams. And that will bring you to tears. It's just like, you realize what the whole sum of the movie is. And I love it. So I'm stoked about your, about your drive in. Everybody should go and please do. I, it's yeah. great. Alexandria. It's for a good cause. Yeah, it's good. And it's Alexandria, good. just like the Madden 21 Washington Warren's coach's first name, but the Alexandria drive-in. So she'll sponsor it. I mean, as oh, far great. as I'm concerned. Yeah. If there, if there's an, if anybody in your listener group has a has a inroads to AOC, we'll take a we'll take a sponsorship. <laughs> we're on board with that. It's we're not so we're not above it. Yeah. Why why would you be against that? Uh, Absolutely. All not. right. What is my hate for the week? You ask. It's I that do. my Madden 21 opening season game was played. Uh, again, I'm the Washington football team. I played a grinder, Rich Grisham. He's the Eagles. I had every intention of beating him. I've been practicing in a way that I usually haven't for four year or four seasons or one year of the game. And I lost. I lost 19 to 7. I was totally uh, bottled up. Not really. Actually, I just dropped every important pass. And his team, there's certain people, Greg Ford is like this, and Rich Grisham, Sports Anomaly Legends, who are grinders and rich will like let the clock go down to 10 seconds before he snaps the ball. And then he'll throw a four yard pass and then he'll run for four yards and then he'll throw a three yard pass. And that's how he does it. And I'm just like, fucking damn it. Like when you get him to third down, the stress is so high. And then if you don't knock him out, it's so hard. He, uh, he took a six, nothing lead. I took a seven, six lead. And then I had a field goal opportunity once my guy caught it and, and ran for four yards and then the ball popped out and they called it incomplete. So anyway, the other thing. Unacceptable. I wanted, unacceptable. I was so mad and I actually was emotionally mad about it because <laughs> I was just like fucking. I, I wasn't mad at him. I was just mad that I didn't play well. And then what I realized afterwards 
is I played tight. I actually thought about it. I was like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> I, you didn't I, let yourself get into the flow and just enjoy it. Right. right. I didn't enjoy it. When I had the Chiefs last year and I had Patrick Mahomes, it was just like, oh, I'm down 14. I'm going to fucking have some fun and let it fly. And I would win. I would come back and win. In this game, I was just like so tight. Tight as a drum. And Kaepernick, I didn't run with him. I was. I just played terribly. And not terribly at the same time, but my guys kept dropping the ball, and fuck that. And also, the wide receiver, Terry McLaurin, is a god. He's my Tyreek Hill, and I will make him a superstar. And One then day. I realized after the game, I forgot to play this rookie. We have this rookie draft that we did where we advance a season a year. We take two people each, uh, and then we went back and we imported them into the game. And I didn't even start him, and he's a run-stuffing lot outside linebacker so okay lots to hate there also throwing them all the ball in madden is a fucking fright there's halloween there's uh uncut gems and there's dying in a real haunted house those are the three levels of scary and throwing the ball in madden is uncut gems it's just your butthole is like a diamond pops out nothing i'm saying is making sense what do you hate this week uh I, I think I talked to you about this before we got on. Uh, downhill Jam in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I, I was struggling coming up with a hate for this week. I, I, I had a pretty great week. I've enjoyed a lot of <laughs> things. But I'll tell you what I have not enjoyed is that level. Good God. Uh, it was terrible in uh, 2001 or whenever that game came out in the first <laughs> yeah. place. It's terrible now. The fact that everything about this game is excellent uh, and the presentation is perfect. But Downhill Jam is unnecessary. It is a it, that that's it. It's it's just the worst level. It doesn't make sense. Uh, you have to run through. You don't know if you should try to like hunt for things because you can't hunt for things because you're being pulled by the inevitable force of gravity to the bottom of this hill. So you can't go on your normal hunt for stuff. You can't go back. You have to draw it. it everything about it is terrible. It should go. Uh, it should be burned and never put back into a Tony Hawk one and two and three and four remastered coming out in 2034. You know, what's wild is when you think about it, they like from a development standpoint, they said, well, what if we had one level where this happens? And it, it sounds great, but yeah. in execution, it's basically a way to find, to finally throw your controller through a television screen. Um, Cause it's and just, they had, they had every choice to 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 not do that, right? So they, they have the 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 competition levels, right? Those are a little bit of a different flavor in the game. You have to, you know, you have three heats, and you ha- you don't have to go collect anything. There's no high scores. Just do your best, and you get judged by the judges. They could have done something else with the downhill aimed thing, but they were like, no, no, no. People will like it because it's down. People hate going up anymore, but down people like. That was their first mistake. We love going up. Look at all the people that are hiking out there today. I mean, going, Christ They don't almighty. like the down part. They like the... They like the up part. The down is like you can't slow you. It's... Yeah, they should have had Tony Hawk uphill jam, and then they would have been like, people fucking love this. You're going two miles an hour. You, you get just pick up your board and walk up the hill. This <laughs> is just great. Uh, all right. Moving on. Breaking news. Brought to you by Perfect Tommy, another one of our Patreon legends, patron legends. I don't understand how to say the difference between those two things. 
First of all, the Madden roster update released Thursday before kickoff. Everybody knows that by now, but I thought I should announce it because I was literally on Twitter just like checking, checking, checking because we couldn't start our season until that happened. Uh, Second bit of breaking news. On the heels of Madden 21 getting the lowest review score in its history, a 65 NBA 2K21, Carl Maloned it. They delivered a worse score, a 63. The previous low for that entire series was a 78, and now it's a 63. I just want to talk about the bafflement of even releasing the game. It's like it would be like releasing the uh, NBA game during the finals of the same year where you release the game. And I guess I'm just like, I feel bad for them. Cause I think, yeah. you know, everybody's dogging on the shooting mechanic. I haven't played the game yet. Uh, we're going to do an episode with Joey Devine probably next week. We should have done it this week and talked to NBA, but I wanted to get Alan Brooks on this podcast I appreciate as that. soon as effing possible. You guys don't want to not go to a drive-in. You wouldn't even have known about it. I couldn't mention it without him. Uh, I appreciate that too. Yeah. That's brutal. I'm looking at it. That's yeah, 63 on Xbox One and 68 on PS4. That is rough. It's rough. Can I okay? Can I ask a question as somebody who is not a part of of yearly big time the big three sports franchise games? And maybe it's just the answer is money. But aren't we beyond this at this point? Create an engine, and then just give me all the new players for the next year and just update it like you do your Fortnites and your other games as services make them subscription based you can make if you charged five dollars a month for people to play madden forever you would be done why are we not there yet is it just money i got it yeah it's i think what it is is it's licensing i think the nfl wants it as a promotion for their season so that's the probably the big stopgap. but to Mm. me how much would you pay for a roster update if you loved a sport? You would pay 30 to $40 probably. Like you would just go, yeah, that's just the cost. And that's part of it is like at a certain point, you just go, yeah, that's just the cost. Yeah. And, and you can get mad and say like, well, uh, they all it is is a roster update. Well, you know what? You can't have it both ways. So to be honest, I would be interested. I'm sure they're, think, they're thinking about these different models, but there has to be a time where they just talk to everybody and say, man, we need like two to three years for a development cycle. And when we release this new thing, it's huge and awesome. But I just think the NFL and the licensing screws that up for them because they need to make that money every time. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, you know, Kat and I talked about this idea of how do you get a 90 on Metacritic? How do you get a 95? And it was basically like back the fuck up. (laughs) Like just don't release the game annually. Um, but I do think we're in this like capitalist situation where it's just money over quality. And I yeah. don't think they're trying to make a bad game. They're, it's just like to really make a difference, you have to, it just takes forever and it takes yeah. more time and it takes more development people. And I wonder if even from a development cycle standpoint, the people who make the game might just go, I would rather just have like a three month break and not always be working on one thing. But I'll tell you, man, people people are ready for a different way to go about it. They've been, you know, they've been asking for different things for years. And I don't know when it's ever going to finally do that. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one way you don't hit 90 on Metacritic, though, apparently is released WWE 2K18, which is 2K's lowest rated game at 35. Man. Metacritic tells you things. That's a, that's um, a rough ride. 
Uh, well, th this really, what's fascinating to me about this is it opens the door for PGA Tour 2K21 or Super Mega Baseball to win Sports Game of the Year. I mean, that's like the pandemic surprise right there, right? I mean, I wouldn't have seen either of those games <laughs> topping out. The but, coveted Sports Game of the Year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it's just it's just wild because like, I feel like esports has solved the problem for them and they're just unwilling to even look at it, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Like, Fortnite, uh, uh, Rocket League, um, name a games of service. Like the system is already in place. Put out yeah. a thing that works for a long time. I mean, Overwatch is doing right. Overwatch Two is coming out like next year or something. But they've yeah. just been everyone's been playing the same game for five years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's like Grand Theft Auto is a billion dollar game. Grand Theft Auto Five. So like, if there's, I don't obviously it's not Grand Theft Auto. It's a totally different world. But just right. that idea of uh, what you said was smarter. All right, moving on to the fourth <laughs> breaking news piece. FIFA Top One, FIFA 21 Top 100 list was revealed. Uh, I just wanted to say that if you want to go look at it on your own, I'll bring Jeremy Stein on here to talk about the ratings at some point, uh, probably when the game releases. But yeah, I just thought, uh, are you a soccer guy? When I watch, yeah. When I when I have time uh, to dedicate that much time to one experience, again, seven and ten years old. So there's a lot of those are my kids' ages, not my emotional yeah. age. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm on board. Uh, Messi number one, Ronaldo number two. I get these. I know these people as names. Yeah, that's good. Uh, How yeah. far do you have to go down till you don't know somebody? I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, this is really great radio. Uh, I love this radio. <laughs> um, I don't know if I know Mark Andre Terstergen from uh, Germany. Okay. Uh, as I'm trying to do a, a really great German accent. You're doing um, great. Is this guy Allison from Brazil just – is that his whole name? Because uh, I'm yeah. on board. Yeah, yeah. They they basically – so you've probably heard of Ronaldo and you've probably heard sure. of Ronaldinho, um, the Brazilian sure. Ronald, Ronaldinho and Ronaldo. And that's that was literally because Ronaldo already had the name, so they had to call him Little Ronaldo. So they called it. him Ronaldinho. Uh, I love it. I can't believe I'm only getting down to Jan Oblak. That's one, two, three, four, five. He's a oh. fit, he's a six-rated guy, and I'm I'm already not knowing who he is. Um, although I just went to watch a Leeds United game against Liverpool, and uh, I was in a, a pub that had like eight people total to watch this. And Virgil Van Dyke, who's a seventh-rated player in the entire game. Uh, he scored a header. He also, uh, and then it got taken away. And then he made a mistake defensively. He's sort of the best defender in the world. And these people, these uh, Leeds people, uh, who were very excited about their team, and I was excited with them, um, were hilarious, just taunting. Uh, Virgil van Shite, somebody shouted. And I was like, I didn't see that coming, and I like it. But I'm glad uh, I'm there. Because yeah. <laughs> I love it. Terstegen, I've heard of. Allison, I've heard of. I, I'm just I'm astonished that I don't know who Jan Oblak is. Oh, you're um, not an Oblaki? I'm not an Oblaki, like an Oblakian. Like that is, uh, I feel like, oh, Casemiro, the 17th best player is Casemiro. He's a central defensive midfielder for Brazil. That's the one I feel confident that I don't know and don't feel bad about. But Jan Oblak, I don't know. That's a Croatian flag, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Let me, um, let me click on it and let's. Oh, I'm looking him up. It. I'm doing a deep dive on Jan Oblak. I mean, I feel oh, he's like... Slovenian. Oh, Slovenian! One of my favorite countries. Come on, man! I feel even together. worse. I'm excited that Jan Oblak I, is Slovenian. He plays for uh, he plays from uh, from Madrid and got... the Slovenian national team. Uh, I don't I don't 
care about the Spanish league and I can't help it. All right, moving on to the feature segment. It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2 reviewed. This isn't going to be a real review in any way, but you've played the game a lot. Mine is still downloading. I decided to get it and play it, and it just my internet has just been a total turd. So I only got to play a little bit, which was enough because, um, I, I mean, just to give a, people a history, um, the I won a journalism award for writing a feature about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. It was no, as if not Davis, trying to brag or anything. Not, not just... trying to brag, but uh, it was. <laughs> It was when I worked at Ziff Davis, and it was a Ziff Davis internal award. It was like the whole company that gave awards. And I won Best Feature Writing, which no company and no group of people has ever regretted anything more than giving me that uh, award. Because basically, I would go to people's cubicles and walk around the office, and when somebody's like, hey, what do you think of this headline? And then I would go, well, like, well, as an, as an awards-winning... Uh, ah as an award-winning journalist, dot, dot, dot. And basically, I said that like Indeed. 11 times in the office, and everybody would just roll their eyes and hate it. But it really was hilarious to me, and I was using it as a joke. But then it, now, I I am an award-winning journalist, which I do mention. I'm a nominated, uh, I'm an award-nominated You're a BAFTA nominee. You're, I'm a, you're yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, I'm, I'm going places. I've, I've been nominated for bigger awards, but the award that I've won is a journalist award, which is hilarious. I have no journalistic integrity. Who cares about that? I don't think other journalists should act, should say that and believe that. But me but personally- But video game journalists can, can say that. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. I only say that because one time I had to write a review. It was like a hundred word review of a bar in New York and I needed a quote and I got a quote from my friend that I was with by writing the quote and asking if that was fine with him. <laughs> and he goes, I don't care. Leave me alone. And then, which I knew was wrong in the time. Anyway, I'm a good person. I <laughs> like, yeah. Which me even saying that just means I'm American. We sort of give ourselves a pass all the time. So what is your immediate reaction to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2? It's great. It's excellent. Uh, uh, my 100-word review or fewer is... Uh, I'm going to count. This game is really good. Um, five words. It's really good. Um, it plays exactly like it should. It feels identical to when I played it in 2000, whenever it came out. When did it yeah. come out? I like that we refused. I refused to look that up. I was like, oh, I'm going to look it up. And I was like, no, it's funnier just to hear you go 2001, 2000, whatever. Now. It came out hoping- between 1992 and now. So <laughs> exactly. sometime in that window, yeah. the first game came out. Yeah. And I spent a number of hours uh, just playing the demo that I got last month, the two minutes where there's no goals and no objectives at all. It's just play it again and again and again. And I knew I was in I was in at the end of my first two minutes because as, as soon as I picked it up, I landed like a, a not nothing to brag about, like 40 or 50,000 point wow. combo. But I was like, oh, right. It's all still inside there. Right. Right. All the muscle memory is is still right at the surface. It all plays right. Uh, I wish that like there's really small nitpicky things that I can say about the game. Like the menu system is a little funky. It took me a minute to figure out how to change skaters. Hmm. Um, You know, I wish there was more. I wish there were more secret characters like there. Okay, here's here's my real hate of the week going back. I'm bringing it back. My actual hate of the week. No Darth Maul. No Spider-Man. No Wolverine. Where are my. Uh, officially unlicensed character model ripoffs in my Tony Hawk games. 
that is like a huge bummer because I did uh, while I was setting up the show and we're going to have a draft later. I looked up the unlockables and there's just two. And I, I remember that those became such a huge part of the old games because it was just so cool to do like a Spider-Man like aerial combo and have him like web his board back right before he landed. Just super simple, but just fucking cool as shit. And yep. now there is Officer Dick, but he's isn't he played by a either? Isn't I think it it's Jack Black? Jack Black, right? Which um, I'm fine with. Yeah, but that's like, fine. give me also where's my Kyle Gas? Give me all of Tenacious D, yeah, as unlockables. Give me, uh, yeah, you can find some other characters that you're not going to get sued over. Uh, Vicarious Visions, come on. Yeah, it's disappointing because Be I also think like they. Like, the, the credibility of that game. Like, think about who played it back in whatever year it was made and who would love to hear that it was releasing again. Who wouldn't want to be like, oh, fuck, can you put me in that game? Like, I want to be in that game. Actors that are now famous that 20 years ago were people that nobody had heard of, you know? Like, I, I just want Mahershala yes. Ali in it. I just want to... I, I want a Moonlight version of Mahershala Ali. And, or... From Madden, you know, that doesn't make any sense. But I, I just want it. certain They've got the models. There. They exist. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Be friends. Okay. Be friends. Uh, I think that's the takeaway. Yeah. One of the coolest things for me, because I was like, okay, I'll download it finally. Um, and I was like, is this going to give me the feeling? And when I researched who the skaters were, I just, it like the whole thing came rushing back. I saw the yeah. skateboards and I was like, oh my God, I used to live for this game. And why I love this game more than anything, I was a huge hawkhead, as nobody <laughs> would ever have said back then and should say now. But what, what I love so much about it, I remember playing it so much that then when I would walk down the street, I would see the world through the lens oh, of absolutely. that game. That's, an, that's fucking crazy that I would be like, oh, I would take that fence to that roof on that yeah. house to that i would wall slide there i would just let, and i was like that is quite an extraordinary thing for a game to have that kind of impact on me it's like did people well i mean there are people <laughs> that play too much grand theft auto clearly based on what's going on but uh, right. you know it's like it that's but when really you play games like that you you get so tied into like it's like the tetris effect right when you right. when you play tetris and you start dreaming about it and that's like exactly. a psychological thing yeah, same yeah. deal yeah um I, you start seeing how perfectly laid out some things in this, like in this game too, are, and how when you go to the real world, you're like, oh, I would never, no, I can't, that would be bad, I would die immediately. Right. Um, but it's great. I mean, it's just awesome. And uh, you know, to your point a minute ago about like, I wonder if some of these skaters who are the younger generation they put in here, like, um, I don't think. I don't think like Tyshawn Jones was in the original. I don't think Letitia Buffoni was no, there. She's not. Um, I wonder if they like played and are now there. They're the ones that we get or the ones who played the game when they were kids and now get to see themselves in it. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? Like what it's a dream. Good. Cause I remember there was this uh, short story magazine called story that I always wanted to be in and it folded uh, before I hit the big time or the little time. And it was sad to me because I was like, oh, man, that was that really affected how I wrote short fiction. And I started mm -hmm. focusing on novels from then. These kids were just kind of like, oh, man, I wish Tony Hawk's Pro Skater still existed. And then like 
they're of age and then they get to be in the game. That's fucking cool. Story Magazine, bring it back. I've got a couple great pieces for you. Okay, here's what I want to ask you. What? Because I haven't played the game game. I've only played the tutorial so far Indeed. because it's still downloading. But what uh, what separates it? What like elevates it for people who have played it? Is there anything new in the game? Aren't there new challenges? I don't yeah, really understand. Yeah, there's, there's online multiplayer, which is uh, I, I played for 14 minutes total, I think, and immediately realized that there's no way I have any time. I, there's no reason for me to be in there. Right. Um, but it's great. I mean, everyone's maxed. All their points are maxed out. You, uh, you're challenged to do, like, there's combo challenges and high score challenges and trick cha- and all that stuff. There's tag and all those games that are still in there. Um, it's it, it's great. Uh, and what's nice is that, like, that's not something we could have done at all prior to, right? We right. needed the broadband to work. You needed to have the speed and all that stuff to, to actually function. Uh, and that's an awesome addition. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've dug into that I can't. Well, what's your favorite replaying the modes? Like, what's your favorite level besides Downhill Jam, which I know you love? That's my best. It's the best one. Hold on, let yeah. me pull up the. Uh, I need to pull up the the list real quick. I the, don't want to pull it up because I don't want to remember anything visually. You can talk about it all you want, yeah. but visually, I want to see it for the first time again. See it. I, and I, that, I had the same. I had the same uh, feeling. Go ahead. While you do that, I want to tell this funny story that. Uh, when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 came out, there were two journalists working at the time, uh, Sean Smith and Crispin Boyer, uh, and they both loved Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and they used to play a lot of the modes together. Uh, Sean Smith of Seanimals, go buy a Seanimals now. Um, and they called the PR guy, because they were trying to play this one mode, and it wasn't in the game, so they called the PR guy, and they go, hey, the turd eat mode isn't in the game or where's the turd eat mode and the pr guy was freaked out and he's like oh fuck i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll call the team i'll find out he called the team and he asked like the turd they said the turd eat mode isn't in the game and the pr or the people who made the game were like what are you talking about there's no turd eat mode he, and he's like what I, so he called them the journalist back and was like i'm sorry there's no they didn't they don't know what you're talking about and they were like oh no no we were just kidding they were talking about when you put letters, you can write different letters and place them for your friend to have to go Come get. On. And uh, so the team, so I don't know, I always think about playing Turdy. And Turdy is a great, a great name, a great word. D- not a great name. What if you, you had a friend named Turdy Jones? That was literally That's his a birth terrible name. name. Yeah. His middle Who name would do that Meryl. to a child? Who would do that to a child? Uh, um, okay. What's your favorite okay. Are the uh, favorite? So. So far, I, I, the one that brings me back the most is is school. Oh, right. right. So yeah. it's the, it's just the second one. Yeah. So not a big spoiler. There's other great ones. Uh, Warehouse, the, the first one, yeah. obviously. Uh, Hangar and School Two in in Tony Hawk Two. Um, but there's just something. There's something. Not, it just it's like coming home. Yeah. It's like it's like being invited back. It's like a high school reunion of video game play, and I'm here for it. And they do some cool stuff on like the 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 boards there's like a big video board out there that's like talking actually has like you know we, we're gonna be back to school soon and like actually references uh, nice. the moment which is kind of yeah. wild that's cool um yeah school is is where it's at it's like it it's right at it's the second level so it like amps you up into the game proper by that point you've like got your hand a handle on things you know how to kind of go through things and figure out what you need to do and then and then the next one is mall which is great oh, yeah. Um, 
and again, I'm not stop naming levels just to stop yeah, messing yeah, with yeah. you, but it's um, I'm just gonna say all of them and then flash pictures up so you right, ruin right. everything. Like, um, what skater do you play with? Well, so I couldn't figure out how to change skaters for like four days. So <laughs> I'm I'm deep into Tony Hawk's career right now. Right. Um, but I did I did start a um, I did who is it uh, I did start a Bucky Lasik. Oh, nice. Uh, career. Um, but when you when you switch skaters, all their stats are zeroed out to where they are, and you have to go find stat points for them uh, um, in each level, to, which I guess encourages replayability. Right. Which is I've heard of that. Fine. So you um, so you would Bucky Bucky Lasik was your first choice once you just figured it out. Yeah, I went okay. from Tony to Bucky. I start. I, I've touched. I've used um, uh, uh, Buffoni a little bit. What's her first name? Um, uh, what is her name? Leticia. Leticia? Right. I don't know. Leticia. She's Italian, I, think I believe. She's so. Brazilian. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, you see, I, I miscategorized Buffoni. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she, and so you're now using Leticia, which mm-hmm. it might be, it's probably Leticia. She's yeah. listening to this, like, guys, come on. Yeah, come on, guys. Get it together. Uh, did. I who did I I used to play with Rune Glyphberg because he had the Christ Air, which it was yeah. literally just doing a cross, holding your board holding and just spinning yep. around, and it was the easiest one for me to land. Um, so I'm curious because now, uh, for no reason, I'm kind of like eh, I'm over him. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I'm excited to play my favorite skater because I met him and hung out with him when I wrote that story was um, was Rodney Mullen, who was just yeah. a fascinating dude and just a really goofy guy in a way that I loved. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know who I'll play with. Like I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking Kareem Campbell maybe, or maybe I go with one of the new people. Uh, yeah, I, I like the new guys too. Again, because it's like playing with your, playing with this, this group of kids who grew up on the game. I'm, yeah. I, I'm functionally angry that Bam Margera isn't in this game. Ah, right. Um, Cause he didn't join until three. Ah, right. And I feel like they could have made an exception because he was my go-to right. yeah. from three on. People love that guy. Everyone loves him. He's got a personality. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. He's great. Yeah, He's it's great. great. Um, yeah, the okay, game is here's, just excellent. Here's what I wanted to do. I wanted to read you Metacritic reviews uh, and just basically just ask you, do you agree or disagree? So I'm going to read some Metacritic review. You say agree or disagree. One, extraordinarily good. Yes, agree. That's from the Telegraph. Um, okay. One of the best... One of the best remasters available on the market today and does an excellent job of retaining the spirit and feel of the PlayStation era classics while adding on features, music, and other options to propel these two entries into the modern era. That's a neither agree nor disagree. Oh, wow. Because I, I, I think, or listen, I, I took a, I did a phone poll yesterday for, right. uh, for politics in Virginia and it was, I had a lot of feelings on the, on the scale. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think that it did enough new to warrant all of that praise. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. One thing I will say though is like as a uh, uh, remake, it has the feeling of like, um, did you play the Wind Waker remaster? I did. Leg- so uh, or so when you play this game, it's like, oh yeah, this is how it always looked, and then when you go back and look at the original one, you're like, oh right. wait, my yeah, perception yeah. is skewed by history. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it's interesting to me because I do. I like your your refusal to agree or disagree. You're going in the middle, which is the right thing. Because I do agree that my big hesitation about downloading it was I was like, is there enough new? 
Like, is there yeah. enough new to get me to? And then because of this podcast, I was like, just do it. You're going to play the game. But uh, yeah, I, I think people are super hyped about it in some cases. And I wonder if that's right. Okay, here's the third one. It resonates with universal poignancy and electric energy. His kids are the best, messiest kind of real. Uh, his kids are the best, messiest kind of real, and they're all right. Agree. I don't disagree? believe that that's. I don't believe that's an. Uh, that's mid nineties. That's a review of the film mid nineties. Which is. Like, have you seen mid nineties? No. It got I don't a sixty-six it. on mid-90s. Metacritic. It was Jonah Jonah Hill's directorial debut, uh, and I think he wrote it as well. I fucking love that movie. It's funny as shit. It's sad. It's uh, I just love it, and the writing in it is incredible. I was like, that might get nominated for an Oscar for best for best screenplay, and that was my second claim after I got up from seeing uh, Get Out and said, I, I said, I think that's going to get nominated for an Oscar, which was a wild thing to say in March for a film of like that film, but then it was true. So mid nineties, I. Definitely swung and missed on, but nailed it on Get Out. Okay, number four. One of the greatest sports games of all time is back and every bit as good as you remember. Yes, strong strong agree. Okay, right. Number five. It walks the fine line of recreating the classics for a modern era while never feeling either dated or burdened with new and unnecessary changes. Agree. Yeah, absolutely. PlayStation Lifestyle said that, which I was like, "What lifestyle is the PlayStation Lifestyle?" Like, I feel like I'm now missing. Oh, have I not? Have I not showed you my tattoo? I have the, <laughs> the, the the PlayStation like uh, the triangle and everything right above my heart. And that's <laughs> and when you walk through the world, you're only like it's all play like your food is. You have like one dish is in a triangle, yep. one's in a circle. Um, okay, uh, number six. It's more than a celebration of skateboarding as a sport and a subculture. With infinite sensitivity, it delves into some of the most painful and intimate details of his friends' lives and his own, and then layers his observations into a rich, devastating essay on race, class, and manhood in 21st century America. Is that a review of Dogtown and Z-Boys? No, it's Minding the Gap, which should have won the Oscar. It's an incredible film, but I also think it almost totally fits Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. I agree. It's a devastating essay on race, class, and manhood in 21st century America. You know? I have to, I, as it relates to Tony Hawk, I'm going to have to strongly disagree with that one, but uh, <laughs> I haven't watched Mind in the Gap, but I'm going to. Man, it is unreal. I haven't seen Skate Kitchen, which apparently is great, and I am yeah. I regret my life for that. Um, all right, last one. So much fun that its considerable worth as history and sociology seems almost incidental. Whoa, that's, uh, agree? Wow. Dogtown and the Z Boys. There it is. You've been had. You've been. You got got. But also, I felt like it somewhat referred to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um, I'm on board. Okay. Nice one fun. of the things we did. One of the things we did at the Kennedy Center. I'm just remembering remembering this now. Is this thing called Finding the Line? Uh-huh. There's this incredible jazz pianist named uh, uh, Jason Moran, uh, who is of our generation. Grew up skateboarding. And he has this whole connection between skateboarding and jazz music. And so we actually built a bowl at the Kennedy Center and he would play concerts. He would play jazz concerts while skateboarders would use the bowl. It was the coolest thing in the world. And I'm just realizing right now, Jason Moran needs to get in as an uh, unlockable character. I'm starting the petition right now. I'm starting the, the, the campaign. I agree. And Jason Lee put him back in, right? Jason was Lee he- was in. Yeah, he was in there, the actor, the actor yeah. skateboarder. He's like an actual skateboarder, right? He was yeah. he was like semi-pro or something. Yeah, and then uh, he's not in there. It's actually, All Jasons. 
all Jasons. Put them all in. But that is a cool idea. And have his skateboard look like a piano. And then when he goes up, board. like have musical notes come off him. I'm this starting is, this right now. We're doing this for him. I mean, we're doing this for them. We're going to get hired as producers. But I do. Here's the a question before we get into the draft is, do you think this will signal the reboot of the series in some real way where maybe they'll both bring us Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 or something, but also just say, you know what? I think we're ready for a real a real game because I think this is an interesting uh, appetite wetter W-H-E-T uh, yeah I, I hope so um, but again like I was saying earlier like I'd rather them just release $10 or 20 bucks even give me three and just have it right. be DLC give me four I'll do another 20 bucks I'm happy to do that I don't want to have to spend a bunch of money every year for another Tony Hawk's game right just give me the best possible and then yeah do a full-on next gen i want ray tracing i want uh all of the next gen bells and whistles other than ray tracing i'm not entirely sure what they all are but i want them i don't even know what ray tracing is it's where they use actual light physics to like have actual particles of light in the thing so things reflect the right way and it's very fancy wow Okay, I'll take some ray tracing skateboarding. But I yeah. guess you're right. If they were to do that and then launch... And they, they this is the thing about a skateboarding game, and this is the problem that I think Neversoft got into with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, is they just were like, wow, we can make great games and people will just want them annually or whatever. But really, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater... And I wonder if this is just the reality. Like, every three years is the answer. If you think about Star Wars yeah. and think about when Star Wars trilogies would come out, and like the anticipate, it's like you see it, you get so excited, you see it, then you need this like, in you need a rest, you need to forget yeah. about it for like a year, and then you can start caring again. And I think they, yeah, they also messed. Ah, whatever. Yeah. Listen, we can get onto a Star Wars tear here yeah. in a minute. I That's just watched the prequels with my kids and family. My wife had ne had not seen them in in the twenty years since they came out, right. uh, and she is a full on prequel apologist. She's into them. She wow. wants them. And I stand by the fact that there's one good movie in the prequels. I agree. It just truncated it all down. Yeah. Give me one good movie. And probably about the, the sequels as well. Like, there's some really interesting, good stuff in there. But but give it to me a little bit with a little bit less filler. My, uh, I, I remember the feeling I had after seeing the first prequel, which I was so excited by. And if you haven't heard it, Peter Serafinovich on the... Um, Relahistaper podcast. It's Richard Herring's RL. Uh, it's the Richard Herring Leicester Square podcast. Um, there's an episode with uh, Peter Serafinovich who did the voice for Darth Maul for the oh, trailers. Yeah. And you will not, if you love Star Wars, you will not laugh harder in your life than to hear him talk about <laughs> be like being with. George Lucas doing this voiceovers and then later trying to get into the premiere that he wasn't invited to. It's that's fucking amazing. hilarious. Uh, anyway, that's spectacular. It's spectacular. Um, so that being said, uh, when I saw the first film, all I could think about after I saw it was like, I didn't care how good the movie was. I was panicked because I was like, oh my God, look how much they now have to do in two films to they get us there fucking yeah. pissed away at least an hour and a half on nothing. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. also, but he spun spinning's a good trick. So 
Who did? It's what the kid did. It's what it's what yeah, he does. I'll try spinning. It's a good trick. That's what the kid says, and then oh, he kills everyone. God. Do you listen? One good movie in three. One good movie. I, I, yeah. Okay. Moving on to the ultimate Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two Skater Draft. We're we've hit an hour, so we're gonna do this quickish. Um, so there are 21 skaters in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Uh, we are gonna draft them. And we're going to create two teams of 10. I'm going to eliminate Tony Hawk because he's sort of the LeBron of sure. of, of this. So I thought that Tough would be a fair it. way to balance it out. Um, I'm going to flip uh, this chapstick and uh, call it in the air, heads or tails? Heads. He is looking. It's it very... Heads. I don't uh, know heads, how I yes. was going to judge that, I but I was just like, will it come up Blistex or the other part? As it rolls and it came up Blistex, that's heads. Uh, Excellent. All right. Alan, you've got the first overall pick. Who are you going to take? Uh, I'm going to start with Tyshawn Jones. Bronx, New York. Solid, new, young, strong. Yeah, Tyshawn's my guy. I Great pick, but I'm going Riley Hawk because it's just basically like having Tony Hawk, but Riley Hawk. I mean, you, you're, you're missing out. Apparently, he's a street skater. His father was Mr. Vert. What a blown pick. Uh, uh, but I uh. also get the back. I get to come back around. I thought about this for 10 seconds, and I thought that would be the great pick. Next up, I'm taking Rodney Mullen, my man, as my my number two. Uh, and now you get two picks. Uh, Tyshawn Jones is a great pick. I, he listens to this podcast, so I don't want to actually uh, say bad <laughs> things about him. Um, Did you, oh, you, he didn't hear. You didn't record all the bad stuff you were saying about him right before we get started. Right, I anything? cut okay. that out. Uh all right, you go. Um, you got two picks. I get two? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Steve Caballero. Oh, great pick. Uh, mostly because of the uh, Freddy Krueger sweater he's wearing in his uh, preview image. It's a bold, <laughs> it's a bold uh, aesthetic choice, and I'm here for it. And he's got, the, he's got a jaunty cap. Plus, he's a great skater. I'm on board. San Jose, uh, California zone. Go ahead. And then number two, uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot her. I'm going to use uh, uh, Alyssa Steamer. Alyssa Steamer from San Francisco. Another great pick by the Allen. She's a classic. She was, my se- she, was, she was my second in all the original games, and I can't believe I've let her go to this, to this round. I mean, That's- it's crazy. Um, all right. I'm going to jump in. I'm taking Rune Glyphberg. I didn't expect to do this, but with a third pick, I feel like I get great value. He's from Copenhagen, Denmark. That's important to me. I love Europe. And then my next pick, I'm going to shock the world. Not at all. Leticia Buffoni. Ah, you've, already, you've already shown that, was that coming. you wanted That was my her. next one. I couldn't believe you didn't take her already. You left her hanging out there. Uh, ah. I'm not going to have an all-dude team. Uh, bad strategy by you um, I was but, I was hoping you were gonna pass right by her and and I was gonna be able to snatch it that ah, couldn't fine. do it you've you've failed yourself and you failed this podcast That's all right true. two picks to you who are you taking uh Shane O'Neill I want that Australian ah! energy I want that I want that Australia vibe I Damn assume it. that he is just like every other Australian I've ever met I'm gonna loop them all into one category um, as as delightful fun uh, a little bit louder than they really need to be, but like in a great fun way. Uh, and uh, we'll go new, we'll go old. I'll take uh, Bob Burnquist. Oh man, great pick, Bob Burnquist from Rio. Okay, in the history of this podcast, we've never tried to trade, but I I offer you 
Shane O'Neill for Leticia Buffoni. Do you want to make that deal? Sold. I'll take it. He's doing it. Shane O'Neill is coming to Team Zaniga. The reason I'm doing it is my fiance is Australian. I was ready to take Shane O'Neill. I would have been heartbroken. So you you now have Leticia Buffoni. Making everybody's Uh, dreams come true. Yeah. And now, again, there's only one lady left on the board. So I'm taking Lizzie Armanto from Santa Monica. You know it. And you love it. And my next pick, because I get two, right? You get two. Okay. I feel like I'm already messing this up. It's okay. I'm taking Jeff Rowley. He's from Liverpool, England. I'm really more about the geography than I am about the Yeah, you're covering the entire European Union of skateboarders. (laughs) I feel like... I just want to be represented. Um, I've got San Diego, Gainesville, Florida, Copenhagen, Melbourne, um, Santa Monica, and now Liverpool. Okay, back to you for two picks. You didn't take the last uh, woman on the on the roster. Aori uh, Nishimura oh, is coming crap. to Team Brooks. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's I happened. Thought, <laughs> I did not know who Aori Nishimura was. Supergirl of skateboarding. Look oh, her my up. God. I can't believe she fell all the way to the 10th pick. And it's now a, it's she's a tragedy on your part. Team Brooks, great, 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 great pick. Uh, who's left? Uh, I'm gonna go Kareem Campbell. Oh man, that was the guy I was gonna go with, but you've got him. Yep. What a great! I really, I hate to say it, but uh, my I kind of want this to be a real mode in the game. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it'd be great, but I do feel like my trade actually has hurt me, and now I'm I'm on the back foot. Um, I'm going to go with Jamie Thomas. He's from Dothan, Alabama. I'm going to try to spice up my team with a little more Southern comfort because I need it. And then, uh, let's go with, man, do I want to go classic? I'm going to go with Chad Muska, Los Angeles, California. Um, I've, I've made a mistake. I'm falling apart at the seams. Alan. <laughs> it's okay. You're next. Uh, did you already take Lizzie Armanto? I did. Uh, uh, who, who's left? Uh, Nigel Houston, Leo Baker, Andrew Reynolds, Eric Costin, and Bucky Lasik. Oh, Nigel Houston and Bucky Lasik. That's that's easy. That's Man. that's a not even a question. I I gotta go with somebody close to my physical location. That's the most important part of any draft, as you will well know. Uh, yeah. Up in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, yeah, Bucky Bucky and and. Uh, uh, and Nigel, yeah. When duh. I said Chad Muska, I meant to say Bucky Lasik, but I'm so dumb. And now I'm taking Leo Baker, Brooklyn, New York. And now it puts me in a situation where I've Los Angeles and North Hollywood, basically the same place. And, and might as well be the same a, skater. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew Reynolds <laughs> and Eric Costin. I'm taking Andrew Reynolds. My audio dropped uh, oh, no. Everything fell apart. Everything's falling apart because of your draft choices. I can't believe it. It just seems like hell on earth. And you get Eric Costin. Man, your team is great. My team sucks. It's killer. Your team's fine. Your team is fine. Here's who you got. Tyshawn Jones, Steve Caballero, Alyssa Steamer, Leticia Buffoni, Bob Burnquist, Ari Nishimura, Kareem Campbell, Nigel Houston, Buggy Lasip, Eric Costin. What a team. You've got I Tokyo. Mean, you're not wrong. You've got two Brazilians. You got Rio and Sao Paulo. You got all the coronavirus covered right there. Hot spots. I've got Riley Hawk. Pretty great possible pick, but it was more of a strategy pick out of the gate. You shouldn't pick strategy with your second pick. You, you, you should pick might. 
so then I've got Rodney Mullen, Rune Glifberg, Shane O'Neill, Lizzie Armato, Jeff Rowley, Jamie Thomas, Chad Muscat, Leo Baker, Andrew Reynolds. Very male heavy. I don't know. I, f- I just feel like you crushed me there, and I usually would never admit to that. I just act like I win drafts for fun. But Alan Brooks, I appreciate you it. Crushed me. Congratulations. It's humble. I you appreciate You get Tony it. Hawk as the bonus. So he's who. Oof. Here's my question: Who is your team captain? Is it Tyshawn because he was your first pick, or do you go with a, another route? <sighs> yeah, you know, for this, I don't know their their individual personalities well enough to know who would really be the team, the, be the one to bring them together. Right. Um, but if you gave me Tony Hawk, I'm going to make him my captain. I guess so. You get to do whatever you want now. I mean, I'm, he's, the, he's the captain. Rodney Mullen's my captain. He also, Tony Hawk seems to be like the best person. The more I read about him, the the cooler of a of a, just a human being he seems to be. He's like showing up to skate parks, wearing a Santa costume, giving away boards, and showing kids how to do tricks. It's just like. He's, he's such a nice dude. I sat with him at a cheesecake factory for like two hours and interviewed him. And it was just like, wow, he's just like a genuinely interesting, kind person. It's It was pretty great. Yeah. It's what you want. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here we go to the end of the show. Netflix Minute. What would you, Alan, recommend people watch or what are you watching that you love? Let me cut you off right there and tell you. I watched Do Fletch it. last night, which is one of my all-time favorite movies and probably one of like the 10 movies that that formed me and my personality. Like When I'm deadpan, I realized yeah. last night that's a Fletch-based trigger. I, people ask me why I look young, and I always say that I don't move the top half of my face. I think that's because of Fletch. That's how he pervade, he portrayed comedy. Pervade? I don't know what I'm saying. Sounds about but right. But it holds up, and I was really afraid to watch it with my fiance because she was she doesn't love sexist films, and it wasn't sexist. There was just like two like you know just kind of dumb moments, but otherwise great. All right, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go. No, but that's the that's the dream. That's the 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 dream of showing something you love to people you love. And then, like, staring at them across the room, like, this is great, yeah, right? Yeah. This is really funny. You love this? And, like, having it come back and be like, it is. It actually yeah, yeah, is yeah. great. There was is... there were probably three to four minutes of the film that she watched just staring at me because I was laughing at stuff. <laughs> um, and then I was like, no, no, you actually have to watch the film. Um, yeah, it was like I showed Princess Bride to my kids, oh, yeah. and, like, it holds up perfectly, and they loved all the, the parts that you're supposed to love, yeah. and they were scared when they were, it was. It's just great. And be able to share that with people you love, it's it's the so dream. So good. So good. Uh, uh, go. My Netflix Minute, yes. Um, uh, it's, it, it's, I'm saying it because I'm sad. Um, it's a show called I'm Sorry, uh, starring Andrea Savage, uh, who you will recognize from uh, movies like The House and uh, – the it most things with Paul Shear or Jason Manzukas, Andrea shows up somewhere involved in. Uh, it's her show, uh, written created by. It's uh, a hard R look at being an actual parent. Now it's hilarious. It's heartfelt. Tom Everett Scott, Skitch Patterson from That Thing You Do, uh, plays her husband Mike. Um, everyone should watch it, if nothing else, but to tell Netflix to bring it back because it just got canceled uh, because it's too hard It's too hard to film it right now. Uh, it's, owned by C- it's owned by TBS. They had started season three. It got canceled now because it's all on location and they don't have the, the budget for it. I want everyone to go to, to go to Netflix, watch the hell out of it, laugh your ass off, and, and bring it back. Because it, it deserves its due. Jason Manzukis has judged literary deathmatch, and he had one of the funniest moments in the history of the show, which I cannot 
uh, ever repeat. Repeat? Yeah, but I will. Is it on the podcast uh, stream? No, but if you literally, <sighs> it's worth putting like a, a, th- a note in your phone to ask me annually, meaning when I see you, I will tell you the story. And it is Noted. one of the funniest things in the history of the world. Um, I'm sorry. I'm stoked Noted. to watch this. Yeah, I need a. I yeah, need something you should like do this. It. So this is great. Um, it's, it's, uh, I, I think it probably I, I want you to watch it. I want to find out what you think of it, it not having kids. I think it's particularly poignant because it is essentially like all the conversations that my wife and I have behind our kids backs in one <laughs> show with no sensor on it. And it's excellent. That's awesome. And Manzukas is in it. Shears in it. Uh, June Diane Raphael oh, shows yeah. up. Uh, the whole that entire like comedy crew yeah. is in there. And it's and it's excellent. love it. Watch it, everyone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not I am yeah. sorry. Just I'm. No, I apostrophe M, space S O R R Y. Two words. There Find we it. have it. Uh, I have to run away uh, from this podcast and go watch the Chelsea game. So uh, I'm going to cut you off there with your silence. Uh, thank you so much, Alan Brooks, for joining everybody in the world. Tweet one single time about Alexandria drivein.com because that actually is a rad idea and i love when things like that stop it and uh otherwise thanks for joining you've been a hit and i have nothing else to say this was uh this was excellent thank you so much for having me man i cannot appreciate being a part of this more love it love it